The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. One of the scribes came to Jesus and asked him, Which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, The first is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, Well said, teacher, you are right in saying, He is the one, and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus was asked, what is the first of all commandments? He answered honestly in the most typical way that most rabbis would have answered in his day with the Shema, which is the most important, perhaps the most important prayer or saying of the Jewish people. Hear, O Lord, the Lord our God is is God alone, is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord with your whole soul, your mind, your strength. This is the Shema and the Jewish people back then and to this day pray this constantly, at least once a day, but many, many, many times a day usually. I think that we can safely say that someone, a Jewish person who slips into a dementia, this would be the very last thing that that they would lose because it's so imprinted on them. They say it so much. So Jesus' answer is not unique. It's pretty much the way most rabbis would have answered. What was unique? What was unique was only Jesus, as far as we know, Jesus was the first and only one to ever attach the other statement about you shall love your neighbors yourself, attach it so tightly, tie it, interweave it so tightly to the Shema that, that we must never separate them. That to love God it must involve, it, it has to be a part of loving others as well. This is why the book of James can then say, you cannot say, I love God and hate my neighbor. Mathematically, it doesn't work. You cannot despise your neighbor and still love God. Of course, the implication in Jesus' statement, love your neighbor as yourself, implies that you love yourself, which is not always the case, is it? It's not always the case. So in the end, Jesus is exhorting three loves, as a matter of fact. Love of God, love of neighbor, love of self. And he's implying that you can't have one without the other, and each one impacts the other. I'm going to use a very unfortunate metaphor here. If a small bank in California goes under, it sends shockwaves through the banking industry literally around the world. If you don't love your neighbor well, it sends shockwaves in the way that you love God, the way you love yourself. And it's true, all three of those things. You don't love yourself well, you can't love God as well. I would go so far, this is only a theory, but I would go so far as to say, and it's a bit of a sobering thought, perhaps 
I can only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. If that's true, that's a sobering thought, isn't it? Or perhaps I can only love God as much as I love myself on a really bad day when I'm really angry with myself. If that's true, then you and I, we have a lot of Lenten work to do. To love God with everything that we are, but also to love God through loving ourselves and loving our neighbor.